am feeling really weird right now. Okay, so we're back after our long-ass hiatus. Oh, so, yeah, it was really interesting. We got kidnapped and put in a bunker. Yeah, oh, that bunker. But we had some really good times in that bunker. Turning the handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was another experience. But, yeah, I think that handle really saved our lives. And I realized I could do anything for 10 seconds. <laughs> 10 seconds at a time. If we're singing already. It only doesn't happen this early in. I, I think it's because we're so happy and excited <laughs> to be back. So, well, if you didn't know, we're Molly and Cheyenne, and this is Element and Chill. And I am chilling right now with a nice, fresh-squeezed orange juice mimosa. Nice. And I just have a nice glass of Pinot Noir Irony that you introduced me to, my new favorite wine. Sunday, Sunday. And your cat is drinking Pinot Meow. <laughs> but the cat is drinking Pinot <laughs> Meow. We have a picture we'll post. <laughs> I wish. I know. That cat's He's the, lame. The lame-ass cat. But whatever. So it's been a long time since we even bust out all this equipment. And we're back, and it's good, and it feels good. And it feels weird. And it feels weird, but it feels right. It feels so right. It feels so good and right and weird. But weird always feels good to me. So, yeah, I like it. Well, we are changing a few things. We're going to change our format a little bit. I. It looks like we got some new listeners over um, our hiatus. So, welcome. <laughs> I think we're up to, like, maybe 10 people who have listened. I think we reached our, oh, we've reached our double sweet 16. Yes. And so we're now in the double digits of listeners. I'm not at the same time. Wow. But we have double digits, I think. Um, yeah, so that's huge. I changed my hair color today for summer. You did. I got in some really awkward positions trying to position my head under your tub faucet. It was fun. I got my workout in. <laughs> if you had walked in and just seen, like, the angle of my ass. <laughs> and then I could have used this time. gorgeous new penis pen you got yes. for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean. Multicolored. A multicolored penis pen. Um, Since girls just want to have fun. Yeah, with penis pens, <laughs> obviously. Uh, all right. Well, so the new format is going to be where we each just tell a story from Lifetime. And that's that. <laughs> So we do our book report, our yeah. lifetime movie report. And I'm a horrible book reporter, so yeah. That should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of it's probably going to be wrong and not what actually happened. Yeah, and how I felt about those moments. Of course. Yeah, a lot of feelings. Um, I don't know. I, which, which, one did, which one did you do? Uh, so I did, um, I guess we should just get into it since I... I we just rip off the band-aid and do it. I know. Let's do it. Let's just do it. All right. So I watched Drink, Slay, and Love recently. Um, not my favorite Lifetime movie, but I did like it because it was a typical Lifetime movie, like a little more old school with the acting. Was there Botox? There wasn't so much Botox because they were younger, the cast, so not as much Botox, but the overacting and the bad acting <laughs> we're at a height um which I truly appreciate in my lifetime movies so it is just like that whole like uh, uh. oh the teenage angst they're yeah. teenagers right yeah and okay. so even the adults though it's just like really like you're gonna do what I say and like very dramatic pause with the full body motion yes yes like if you could see me pivot, I'm doing pivot, the most yeah the pivot in the hands and the uh, always the, the hands always and so, or the, I'm hot, but 
whatever kind of attitude too was in it. So I like that. Um, the over dramatic sexiness. Remember old Lifetime movies? Even if they weren't yes. sexy, it was like that over like everything so hot. Um, so it was a lot of that. I liked it. And yeah, so I'll go ahead and talk about mine first. Um, unless you want to give us a little snippet on yours, or do you think I should just dive in? Um, and then I see you go for it. Okay. And I will just sit back and drink my mimosa and listen to a story. <laughs> All right. All right. So the one was Drink, Slay, Love, and it was a young adult. So I picked this one because I thought it was going to be similar to the movie that we loved about the mer- sea change, sea change, the merman, which I'm waiting for sea change too. Bam, <clears throat> lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this one is about a vampire who's a girl who can get in the light and go to high school. So I was like, all right, it might be a little twilight, but it's like opposite. And so let's see what's going on. So we meet our main uh, vampire, and her name is. Pearl. Of course it is. Yes. And so she's this hot little teenager who's like that new look of hot teenager where they're not thick skinny anymore. They got meat on their bones, but they still look good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like just over dramatic sexy. So that's her. She has the leather on and the lace. And oh, of course. She's stuff. a vampire. Yeah. She's supposed to be 16 years old. And they always pick older actors to pay, play younger high school girls. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. That is what it is. Um, so she's like has this mad bloodlust, and her uh, boyfriend, which wasn't very clear at the beginning if they were related or not, um, is this British bad boy. And she's like, you know, my sweet tooth. So they go to this ice cream parlor, and this is where the bad acting takes uh, full effect, and it's just like yummy, juicy bad Tell acting. Me. So she goes into the ice cream parlor, and she's like, hi, whatever his name is, and he's like you know my name (laughs) and it's just like that really awkward like conversation and she's like i saw it on your name tag like the cheesiest freaking lines on the planet so she gets her ice cream and then she has to go outside and she has him eat the ice cream so she can then bite him and taste the ice cream so and then her uh hot boyfriend they, I don't is he know. a vampire too? Yes. Boyfriend? So he's okay. a vampire too and he's English and he is hot actually, very hot. And so something happens there. Anyway, she goes back to that place and I'm sure I'm skipping over a lot because I don't take notes. <laughs> <laughs> and so when she goes back, like she notices, oh no, okay, so that night she sees a bird, like a white falcon, I'm going to say. Which is also probably wrong. <laughs> and, uh, is there a white falcon? I, I don't know, but I'm gonna say yes. it's like a falcon okay, type white bird. falcon. Yes, and it was white. Going with it. Yeah, this white falcon. White falcon. It's definitely a white falcon. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I don't care. Own it. I'm owning it. And then um something happens, and I was also in the kitchen at this time, not paying attention. <laughs> and I think so. She goes back to her house, and she was slayed. Oh, not slayed, but she was uh staked. Oh, so and then um, so she ends up at her house. She's like, "What happened?" And and they're like, "We we think a Slayer got you." And then I'm thinking like Buffy. Buffy. Well, because this chick actually looks reminds me a little bit of Buffy in Faith, like the way she dresses, like okay. very 90s. Because that's I guess popular. 90s is coming back. Yeah. 
So I think that's kind of, she's kind of the way Faith used to dress in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. So that's her look. And um, so anyways, her family's like, well, we have this big party coming up with the king of the vampires. Oh, Damn. I can't wait to tell you about the king of the vampires. <laughs> so funny. So um, then they're going to host it, her family, this year. And her mom's like very uppity. And she's like. The whole family's vampires. Yes. The okay. whole family's vampires. Yeah. You don't like. You're born into it. So more of an underworld scenario okay. with the vampire lineage. So, like, it's the vampires. So they're like, we got to keep this under wraps because then the king won't come if there's any oh, hesitation. No. I can't have that. So, you know, mom's really stressed out. Maybe he's going to order. <laughs> Maybe. And so then they start hinting that she might become the new queen, the 16-year-old. You know, because vampires like to get in all that stuff. And she lives with her cousin who's trapped in the 80s style-wise. But she's like the fun, lively, idiot one. And then her and her boyfriend are making out, whatever. So she goes back to the ice cream place. I'm sure more stuff happens. <laughs> she goes back to the ice cream place. She kind of sees, like, her reflection is flickering on the camera speed and there's two nerds in there and they kind of nerds and they kind of notice it but like everyone thinks she's the hot chick they're like oh my god like they see her around town but they don't know who she is of course because she's a vampire so she's gotta stay away she can't make any close friends right so the um so she does the whole lines again with the ice cream guy, gets him outside, and then she's, like, looking around. She's like, have you seen any white birds, pigeons? Falcon. Very well, – she doesn't even say falcon, and it probably is a white falcon, but she's very overdramatic about it. And he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, shut up. And, you know, she's just like, ugh. And then <laughs> a lot of ugh is happening right now. And then so she's like, something's wrong. And then she gets attacked by the two nerds, and they, like, get her next scene – She's in a cage. Oh, are they the Slayers? Well, we're finding ah, out. That's my prediction. Okay. All right. Good prediction. So then we, next scene, we're in a cage. She's in a cage. She's all. We're hurting. in there too. We're in there with her. I'm in there right now. We're in there with her my right now. With her. I like it. So they're watching her and they're like, bloodsucker, you're going to die. <laughs> 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 Literally the words were. <laughs> 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 so, um, and she's like, okay, oh, so anyway, she pushes out of there, they try to shoot with an arrow, she grabs it, and then the light's there, and she's not, like, turning into dust, she's not burning, she's nothing. Oh, they thought that they could kill her with the light. Yeah, so she's like, you know, she's kind of shocked at this point, they drive off, and she's chasing them super fast, and then another car comes steering at her, and then we see our heartthrob he comes in her and boyfriend no not the boyfriend because oh. it's daylight now the king so not the king <laughs> i can't wait to tell you about him so um but very um so this guy he's he's our twilight looking guy he's mm-hmm. the the poofy but he's blonde um he's the good Edward. looking he's our yeah but he's not the vampire he's our human oh but okay. so he's coming up and he's, he's in his pick or i don't even know he's art suv or some shit anyways <laughs> so he's like do you need to ride into town because he's like looking at her because she's like kind of in shock at the moment she's like yeah so she gets in the passenger side he opens the door for her like a gentleman Aww. they make sure to really like zoom in on that oh scene. they have to make sure to tell you things yeah like so this is like some foreshot mm-hmm. you know like okay and then you kind of pick up a vibe the flirtiness has already happened between the two of them and then um he goes around to the driver's side and she's in the driver's seat with her seatbelt on because safety first <laughs> even for vampires 
buckle yes. up. <laughs> so um, then she's in the driver's seat, and he's like, what? She's like, I told you I could use a ride. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. Those one-liners are so horribly great and bad at the same time. <laughs> so she takes off. Leaves it. She's like, I'll leave it somewhere safe. So she goes into town, and she's, like, walking around, like, she's like, what have I been missing? She's like, yoga, cell phones, coffee, and she's, <laughs> like, just naming these things oh, out loud. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's, like, walking through, like, Wait, this. she'd never been in the light before? No, she was born a vampire. So she's. Oh, so the rest of them can't go in the light, but she can? Yeah, well, she never thought she could, so she goes home, and she's like, she she wakes up and the family's like, you weren't supposed to hunt alone, blah, blah, blah. She got in trouble for all that. And she's like, but I can walk in the daytime now. She's like, we can. It's not a myth. And so she it's about to be daytime. So she opens up the curtain. She's like, stay away just in and case. And they all die. Well, we're hoping. <laughs> no, I love vampires. I do not want my vampires to die. So her cousin comes by the window, too, and her cousin starts burning, but she's on the light. So the rest of the family, like, scurries away, and she closes the curtain. And so... She can be in the light. So then they, they scheme a plan. She needs to go to high school. Because, of course. Yes. Because that's what you do. That's what you do. They want to get introduced into homes so that they can drain them for the king and all the all the vampires are coming for the big hundred year party. And so she has to go to high school to do this. Anyways, not fun part. Fun part is that like they're drawing their conclusion. So there's a poster of the Breakfast Club, and her cousin's like, "So do you want to be a jock, a nerd, oh the cool God. person, like the outcast? What do you want to be?" And then uh, she's like, "Are those my only options?" <laughs> she's like, "If you want to fit in." <laughs> so like that scene was really fun. It was just like, "Okay, homage." And then so she's helping her, her cousin's helping her get dressed for a typical high school Aww. day. Yeah, she's still slutting it up. Like, she has on... Oh, of course. High schoolers always slut it up in Lifetime movies. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I never looked like that in high school. Nobody in high school looks that good. Brooke was the exception. My friend Brooke was the exception to that role because that woman... I bet your sister was, too. Yeah, she probably was, too. But, like, yeah, Brooke used to, like, spend so much money on her shoes and clothes. Like, she was really into the 60s, but, like cool 60s and like we'd go she bought hundred dollar shoes back then and we'd go shopping like crazy for her outfits like yeah she used to freaking dress nice I used to just look like well she still does (laughs) but like especially for high school yeah and I just looked like a stripper (laughs) (laughs) I I dressed like people thought I was a stripper in high school the way I dressed like I just dressed really slutty so, but it was like the '90s, so it's like crop tops yeah, and like yeah. jinkos, and it was like you know, just it was really slutty time. And I had really nice stomach back then. I had like a Leah type singer stomach back then, so I was like super nice. skinny. And yeah, so I just showed that shit off. I had like no tits, so it's like <laughs> any I could wear all the shirts without bra. It was great. Um, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, so. Um, so we cut, you know, so she's getting ready for her first day of high school and then she puts on like these big ass, like fucking bedazzled boots <laughs> studded and her cousin's like, why, why are you going to wear those shoes? She's like, if I had a soul, these shoes would be my soul. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <It's> so great. <laughs> and so she, she marches off to her first day of school and then, so we meet the peppy girl. So the peppy girl steps in. She's like, hi, I'm your student representative. Oh, God. And then she, like, tries to lose her. She gets her um, her thing. She goes into class. And then she has, like, these uh, 
other wonderful one-liners to her classmates. Oh, she meets the guy that she stole the car from. So he is best friends with Peppy Girl, who was assigned to her to show her around school. Okay. And they're like, we've met. But again, the sexual tension's there, even though there's You scorn. stole my car, but yeah. I still want to fuck you. Yeah, really. It's, yeah. Yeah, you can feel it. It's like, you could taste it. It's right there on the tip of your tongue. So she's like, I left it somewhere safe. He's like, yeah, in a tow-away zone. In a tow-away zone. He's not mad she stole the car. He's mad she left it in a fucking tow-away zone. Oh, my God. High school problems. (laughs) So then the friend, of course, the peppy girl, diffuses it. And she's like, no, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So then they go to art class. Oh, they meet the the mean clique. So these girls come. And um, the, she's like, tells the peppy girl, you parked in my spot again or something. And then the guy steps in, which I should look up his name. But he steps in and he's like, there's no assigned spots. Oh my God. <laughs> and then. So now um, he's sticking up for her. He's sticking up for the peppy girl. Oh. Okay. So um, I think vampire girl, I don't know how she got to school. And then <laughs> Pearl is vampire girl. And so peppy girl's like, I'm sorry. And then she's like, oh, no, she blocked me in. So then Vampire Pearl goes over, uses her elbow to hit in the glass, puts it in neutral, and then uh, Snobby Girl's uh, car goes into the bus. So she's destroyed her car. And then so she goes up to the Snobby Girl, and she's like, so are you the mean girl or or the... or the popular girl. I forget what she says. She's like, I forget how to tell the difference. And then she's like, I don't know if you're stupid or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. One liner, one liner, one liner. <laughs> and then, but so she, this is how she gets her address. She says, my parents will come. I'll be happy to pay for the damages. My parents will come to your address. Oh, and with okay. The check. So are they vampires who need to be invited into the house? Yes, okay. they are. So, um. And this is how they're going to get the blood. So now this is one address they have. So they're going to go. They have an excuse to get in the house. And you want her to get murdered anyways because she's the mean bitch. Yeah. And, like, okay, so this chick, she's supposed to be the hot chick on campus, right? But her hair is, like, Texas, like, beauty queen poofy on top. And, like, she's cute. But it's, like, huh. It, it doesn't mesh. But it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. So that that was my one. Wig. Like, probably wig. Because later on. Oh, it is. This is why. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Lifetime in their wigs. Yes. Lifetime in their wigs. And there's a reason they do it. And it's going to come up later. Okay. So, I'm glad you said that. It was totally a fucking wig. (laughs) Always a wig. Always is a wig. Their wig budget is, like, amazing. So, then they go to class. The um, last really good one-liner of the day is they're in art. And uh, Peppy Girl's like, she could borrow my notes about Pearl the Vampire. And the art teacher's like... Oh, great. I'll have another smiley, happy, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, kind of making fun of her art, saying she's just too peppy, and it's just blase. Oh, damn. Like, yeah. He's what like, a dick. Yeah, he's totally being a dick. So then Pearl says, whatever, you're just angry that your one piece of artwork never made it. And he's like, excuse me? She's like, I see you. You got your <laughs> Andy Warhol um, framed picture over there with a apple (laughs) you're just upset you're a teacher or something like that so she calls out i would be too yeah right so and he kind of has the andy warhol haircut and all this stuff and so anyways now her and peppy girl are 
Of course, BFFs. Like, yeah, they're so BFFs because, like, peppy girls. Like, thank you for staying. Is there a coming. montage of them doing fun things together? Getting no, their pedicures, going shopping, no. skipping through the mall with their bags. No, how they show their friendship solidified is pretty awesome. So, but not it hasn't happened yet. So she's like, I didn't do it for you. She's like, Yeah, you did. And then so Pearl's like, Whatever. So then they're at PE. Pearl sees the white falcon at PE, so she runs off into the woods chasing the white falcon. And then she's on a deck over this beautiful lake. She's on the dock, <laughs> and she's soaking in the sun. And then all of a sudden, our cute human comes up, and he's like, what are you doing on my dock? She's like, he's, she's like I was asleep. Wait, she ran away from PE class yeah. to chase a bird and ends up on his dock sunbathing? Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> There's so much in this uh, movie that is just, like, so stupid, like, in these scenes. But that's that lifetime, mm, like, yeah. overdramatic, like, everything is, like, end-of-the-world shit. So they talk, and, he, and then his family pulls up, and he's like, um, they can't know you're here, and they'll have people at home, and they're, like, calling for him. And he's, like, a foster kid, and there's all these foster kids in this house. He's like, yeah, they, the parents are great, but he's hiding, so you're like, ooh, something's up. Immediately I go... Vampire Slayers, oh, like, I'm thinking. Does he know she's a vampire? Well, we we don't know. Okay. We don't know anything. At this time, she's in the light, you know, we're thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm thinking, you know, because she got played, maybe he's not, but his parents or someone in his family, you know, because he's being really weird about the family thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then she's like, let me just go introduce myself, because she's really cocky, and he's like, no, no, really. And Or you're thinking, all right, something's weird. Like, if this was a different kind of Lifetime movie, you'd think abuse. But because it's a vampire right. movie, you think slayer. <laughs> so it's one of those feels. So he he gets her. And the music probably changes in the background, too, just so you know something's off. You know, probably did, and I didn't pay attention, because, again, I was in the kitchen for most of this movie, meal prepping. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I was into it, but I was still, like, doing the other stuff. But I'm sure... It was. Um, so then cut to her being at home uh, the next day, and you see the mean girl. She looks like shit. Like, she just looks pale. Her hair is, like, down and, like, no poof to it. The no, wig's off. The wig is off, and it's just, like, greasy, nasty hair. Ew. Like, bitch hasn't showered. Like Not beautiful blonde summer hair like this right here. No, not like no. your hair right here. <laughs> so uh, her best friend immediately like starts talking shit about her and like saying how bad she looks. And so now we have a new queen bee. So second in command is now the new queen bee. Because she had a bad hair day. She can't be on no. top anymore. She can't. And actually something had happened the day before, before I think they went out to PE <laughs> and saying something along. She was talking shit about her best friend then too and then so Pearl asked the peppy girl like what's going on she's like oh they're best friends but they hate each other too frenemies yeah frenemies definitely frenemies not such a stereotypical high school thing so (laughs) the frenemy thing is Mm -hmm. strong there so um sip 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 (sighs) it really burns the nostril (laughs) (laughs) it has a favorite nose of burn Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, sinuses are now cleared. So, <laughs> um, all right. So we got that. We got the new queen bee, high school situation, sun nerd. She's white falcon. White falcon. She's making friends. Things are happening. 
family pressures are coming on more now because the king, the king's coming. Mom's upset. She's not asking her about her day of school. Pearl's now becoming a little more teen. She was already pretty teen angst, but now she's having other, she's getting upset about things easily. She's other things are starting to bother her. Um, Shit happens, shit happens. One-liners, one-liners. One-liners, <laughs> one-liners here. And then, okay, so now family is, like, pressuring her about the dresses for the people. She gets invited to a slumber party and stuff like that. So she's getting dresses, but she's not giving it to her parents. The only address they have are is to the mean girl, and the mean girl looks like shit continually. Then, so at school, she kind of has a little mini breakdown. She's like, there's just so much pressure. And Pearl, the vampire, oh, my gosh. And so the hot human, um, which isn't as hot as the vampire, by the way, but the hot human, he's like, it's okay, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And then um, the peppy girl, she she comes up to her. She's like, what's wrong? She's like, I just can't tell you here. So she drags her into the woods with her. And she's like, what are you doing? It's immediately becoming dark, like darker, like <laughs> so fast. Like they're at school. And then before you know it, I don't know how long they ran into the fucking woods or what, but it's night now. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, just shut up, just shut up. So she's grabbing the girl's head, her BFF, her BFF. And she's like tilting her, uh, neck. Ooh, she's going to feed on her friend. So she's like, but then, so she's leaning in and, her friend's like giving her the look, and then she starts making. Pout, she starts pouting out her lips. The peppy one. She starts making kissy faces at the vampire, and she's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I thought you were gonna kiss me." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "I'm not gay." And then so Pearl gets all upset. She's like, "I'm not gay." And then the peppy one's like, "I'm not either." But all the girls are doing. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either, but. Let's make out. So she's like, I thought, you're the what's to make out with me. So um, they both start laughing, and this is where you know they're friends. So does she question, like, wait, why were you just, like, no, because now they're just laughing and everything's okay. She's not going to mention that this weird thing just happened. No, you're waiting for it. But they get back on Peppy Girl, I believe, in this scene, and she's like, you know, you're always so happy. She's like, well, not always. She's like, and then she talks about when she was a child. Something happened to her. This is Peppy Girl. She was, I don't know, like really young. And she's like, and um, her parents were awful parents. They always forgot about her. And one day, some guy said he was there to pick her up. And she thought she had seen him before. So she thought her parents had sent them. And then he walked in the woods with her. And something happened. What happened? (laughs) They don't tell us. And she's like, and then she woke up. And um, the hot human's family had taken care of her. And that's how she got over it. So, okay. So now that's what they dwell on. And then Hot Human picks them up. And they're like, thanks for picking us up, so-and-so. From the woods. From the woods. At night time. Who he doesn't question what they were doing. Okay. No one questions this. Whatever. Applause. <laughs> so then they get dropped off. They're dropping Pearl off at her house. And Hot Boyfriend is waiting for them. And she had mentioned to them that she had a boyfriend. So he, Hot Human was like, oh, you have a boyfriend? You know, tension, tension, tension. Three-way. <laughs> I would have watched that. <laughs> I mean, because, like, I wasn't really into Hot Human, but, no, that would probably have been still good. So, anyways, um, he's like, 
the bad boy vampire is like, what's going on? Why are you hanging out with these humans? He's already, oh, they take these night. These humans. Yeah, so the night, the I forgot, the vampires have been taking night classes. So Pearl's burning it at both ends. She has to take etiquette classes. Oh, for the king. For the king. Oh, my God. So, like, the new vampires, they are taking night classes because you have to present yourself to the king. And as a new vampire coming of age... So this is their cotillion. Like their quinceanera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, but it's more of a, like, coming out party. So it's, like, with a group of people. So okay. you're having an escort and all this kind of stuff. So then, um, but what happens is he drinks your blood and then you drink his blood and then you're one with each other in the vampire community. Okay. So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, and, and then you have to present yourself a certain way and he has a, and he's known for his temper. So if you don't do this right. And then they're trying to get... Uh, Pearl picked as um, the queen. queen. <laughs> well, his queen. So, like, they're hoping she gets presented. That's what the family wants. So, how old is the king? Ah, uh, he's pretty fucking old. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so like arranged marriage. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Creepy old man. Yes. Yes. Young, sixteen-year-old yes, girl. Yes. Let's just marry our daughter off to this king. And I'm pretty sure he has a few wives. You know, it's one of those scenarios. Of course. So, um. And so you learn this, and then what else do we... There are some other people... Oh, the other useful information I forgot to tell you. When the girls are having their BFF moment, a perky girl says that the person that attacked her in the woods called her his sweet rose. Now, cut to dad later calling his daughter, Pearl, his sweet rose. Oh. So, there we go. So we're making the connection. So, okay. Um, and then uh, uh, Pearl's whole thing is she's been homeschooled all these years. So that's her excuse for not being in school and just going to school now. And then, so anyways, the, the, what was it? The boyfriend grabs Pearl and he's like, oh, okay. So now we're back to that scene. So he's like, what are you doing with these humans? Cause she keeps getting there. Everyone's saying she smells like humans. Why is she hanging out with all the time? She's not going out and partying with other vampires, and she's not hunting. She's drinking the reserved blood. So she's not hunting. She's not drinking. I was wondering how she was eating. Yeah, so she's not hunting, and she's not drinking from humans at this point. So he's like, what are you in? They they disregard human life. Like, Mm -hmm. humans are shit to them. So, and this is how they're brought up, and this is how they all think. So he's like, what are you doing with these humans? And she was like... He's like, let's eat. I'm starving. Let's, they'll do or something like that. She's like, no, shut up. She's like, you're going to ruin all this for me. I'm supposed to get all these human addresses for, blah, blah, blah. So, um, and then, uh, so they kind of are scuffling and fighting and she's like, just get out of here. Run. So perky girl and hot human drive off and she's there with her, uh, human van or her boyfriend and he's like what's wrong with you you've changed she's like no i haven't oh drama oh, drama drama so much drama a lot of head waving and oh i'm too sexy for this jacket <laughs> kind of stuff and so he's like let's just have a night you and me like the old days let's just go so they go to the ice cream parlor that oh, she loves okay. to frequent and um she caught the guy out she's trying her one-liners her regular scenario with him it's not falling she keeps messing up and she's kind of freaking out, and she gets him outside. She's like, just hold still, and she's going to bite him, and she can't. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, just drain him. Just drink all of him. And then next scene, she shows up at Hot Human's house with blood on her um, clothing, and uh, he opens the window, and she's like, it's not mine, referring to the Mm -hmm. blood. 
can I stay here? He's like, yes, come on in. And so he gives her a shirt. He peeks a look at her boobies, of you know, course. kind of deal. And they, he's like, are you okay? She's like, you left me with him, even though you know he's violent. And he's like, I knew you could handle yourself. I trust you. You told me to go. And she's like, thanks. And so, like, weird. Um, <laughs> weird scenario, whatever. She sleeps. And she wakes up. They talk about prom a little bit at this point. And she's like, why don't you go with me? She's like, I would love to, but I can't. My family has a thing. That's the night uh-huh. of the of party. Course. So um, uh, let's say four in the morning, she goes home. And so she brings home the flyer. and She tells her family, I have an idea. All We have all the humans we need. It's 300 sweaty teenagers all in one Oh, room. they're going to go feed on prom. Yes. So she brings this idea to her family. Thinking they're just going to feed, they're going to make them forget and leave. And then no one person really gets suffered. They're not going to go back to these humans' houses. She saw what they did to the mean girl's family and her. So she doesn't want to see that. She's growing a conscience now. So, like, that's her whole thing. She's a vampire with a conscience. Aww. Oh, it's so hard. So, um, and then she goes back to school the next day. And they're like, where were you? And she says all this stuff. Anyways, come to find out her parents said the king wants to have a feast and drain everyone and they're just going to burn down the prom and just say it was a freak accident. So they're going to kill all these teenagers and all her friends. She even tries to spare a few of them. Her family's not hearing it. So she's like, no, we can't do this. We can't have it. So she's in the middle of the school and she's like we got to stop prom. She's like, there's going to be a vampires. And she's the pro starts going up. So then her friends, the perky one and the hot human are like, no, stop. And she's about to show her fangs. And (laughs) the hot human covers her mouth. And he's like, he knows. He's like, keep those away. Keep those things away. Yeah. And so he drags her away and out. And he's like, I know what you are. And then so she's like, she looks at him like with these big baby eyes what (laughs) and so um they're out there just like you know hands down head up like what (laughs) kind of deal like this world um and so he's like my family's hunters and we hear about the whole training of hunters and he's a healer we find out he cuts himself he heals automatically and what had happened was (laughs) he had found pearl when she was staked and healed her and that's why she can walk in the light now, okay. and she has a conscience. And Perky Girl also knows, and she's tight with his family because he healed her when she was damaged. And so they know all about her and everyone, and they know it was her dad that attacked Perky One and all this stuff. And they know she's a good vampire. They were actually experimenting on her to see if this would work. So then... They decide as a group. Now they're all they're best friends with the new queen bee. The nerds. The nerds are obsessed with Perky Girl. They both are going to prom with her, and then she's going with Human Guy. And then they're gonna move the prom to the estate at her parents' place, this grand estate, and they're gonna have the prom there. Wait, at the vampire estate? Yes. Okay. Because they're coming up with the plan. Since it worked to turn her more conscious, human conscious, and she can walk in the light, she wants to make her family this way. So, because she's like, I can actually feel now, and blah, blah, blah. I I was always so confident, but I never felt too alive, or some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Okay. Um, Anyways, so they come up with a plan. 
Everyone knows she's a vampire. Like, her tight-knit group now knows she's a vampire. Her family's vampires. What's going on? They're going to be attacked. So they're coming up with this whole prom night Oh, my thing. God. Of course it has to be on prom night. Of course. I mean, yeah, if you're not going to lose your virginity, you got to fight off vampires. I mean, there's two things you could do on prom. Apocalypses. Vampires. Yeah. Or three things. <laughs> or virginity. I guess four. You could have a dumpster baby. Prom night dumpster baby. (laughs) These are things. So they set it up where they're going to have holy water. She's now that she's a carrier of the healing. Uh So when uh, the vampire king drinks her blood, he's going to have it. And then he's going to have everyone drink his blood. Now they'll all have it. So now to save everyone, they have all these things planned out. They set up the perimeter. They get the healer's family involved. They now know that she slept in his room and they're in love and blah, blah, blah. But then so while they're getting ready, they still don't trust Pearl. So they're like trying to keep her away from her family and like have her stick with them. And they're flat out about it. So at the human human's house, she disappears. I'm like, oh, no. And so he finds her. And the bird finds her. The white zombie. Yes. And she's like, what's up with you you and this bird? And we find the story. He's like, well, I found the bird when it was almost dying and I healed it. And now it just follows me around. She's like, so what am I supposed to do? Just follow you around now? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so bad, but so good at the same time. It's all this overacting constantly. And she's like. And she's like, I just feel so much. I just feel. And she's so dramatic at this point. She's so upset. And he's like, what do you feel, Pearl? What do you feel? And he's like, in her face, like, ready to take her right there on the side of the road. Because that's where he found her. Looking <laughs> over this canyon. And she's like, I feel, I feel like dancing. And she just starts twirling. And you're like, what, what the fuck just happened? Like, like, Is she bipolar? I, you kind of think that. I mean, she's a vampire with a conscience. So, yes, I I. Yes. Clinically, I'm diagnosing her right now. So, um, so then she's like, let's do this. So they go, her vampire boyfriend and cousin come to the party. They cause some drama. She goes downstairs. They do the whole vampire thing, the drinking of the blood. Then the drinking of the blood. That whole thing. Oh, so then we meet the vampire king. Oh, I've been waiting to tell you about him. Tell me all about him. (laughs) He walks in and it's this, Tall, very very stereotypical frat-looking guy. Like, just wine, uh, like, features. Like, he's attractive, but not real. Like, I don't know. Too attractive to be attractive, right? No, not like that. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, he's, he's TV hot, like, but he's just, like, I don't know. He's, like, if you were really drunk, you're, like, hey. But the second you were sober, you'd be, like, oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's one of those. Like, he just has very pronounced features. But, you know, like. Cheekbones. Cheekbones. Jawbone. Yeah. Yeah. Jawbone. Jawbone. Like, all the jaw. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, very poopy hair. And then very Lestat-looking clothes. Like, oh. Now, everyone else is modern. Like, all the other vampires are modern. But the, it, well, her dad is a little but Count Dracula, but still, like, you know, still good-looking, like, suit. Yeah, so just very... Oh, my God. And then they put a voice adapter on him, so his voice... Shut up! Oh, my God! He's like, huh? <laughs> I can't do it. But, and it's so funny. Like, he when he talks, it's just, like, very... 
It's not his voice. That's awesome. <laughs> it is so awesome. Like, I, I stopped what I was doing <laughs> immediately. And I was like, what is this? And then so, like, one girl messes up, and, like, he drains her immediately, and she dies. She vampire dies. And um, so, anyways, something's going on, and they find out, oh, the the vampire boyfriend calls out Pearl for being able to walk in the day. And they were kind of trying to hide that from the vampire king in case he found it. So she's in love with hot human, but she's still with her vampire boyfriend. Well, like, it's more of a don't sell me out kind of thing. Like, they're not together. Because she bit him. Oh, the blood that she had on, she bit him. Oh, okay. Yeah, she bit him to save the human. And so the family had called her out, and, like, they were questioning her and all this stuff. So, and then, whatever. I, I don't really remember much what happened there, um, but it's not that important. So then we're there, um, and then so now the vampire boyfriend calls her out for being a daywalker. And, well, that's a, not a term they use. That's from Blade, which is a way better vampire movie. Anyways, um, so he he's like, you're a abomination or whatever he says this to Pearl. She's like, no, it's great, blah, blah. And he's like, no, he's having other crimes like you are. So he's going to, like, murder her. And she's like, who will save you? And, like, everyone in her family, like, just turns around their backs to her, like, ready for her just to get murdered. No one's going to help her. She's like, I'll save myself. And she, like, pulls out these two-ass, big-ass swords and just starts, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer fighting. And they show you her training with the vampire boyfriend earlier, Buffy style, which was kind of cool because I was like, yeah. Um, So, anyways, she starts killing, and then it's, like, her and, like, the one last guy or whatever, and then her human boyfriend came downstairs and, like, saved her. Wait, so prom is going on right now. Yeah, well, now this was part of their plan, so... When she, at a certain time, they were going to tell everyone to get out of the prom. They were going to say there was an after party with something. This was part of their plan all along. So before the vampires had turned, let's get all the humans out so they can't actually do anything to them. And they had set up fire perimeters and they had the holy water. And then the, <laughs> the vampire, holy water. Yeah. You gotta and have the holy water. You gotta have the holy water. And the vampire family were gonna fight off the ones that were circling around. Anyways, they got all the humans out. So her and the human boyfriend now, because um, they're in love, uh, they go upstairs and they're there with the popular, the new popular girl, Queen Bee, Queen Bee and Peppy Girl. And so they get in the car and they're like, all right. Where's the closest house? We have to be quick. They're going to come get us. So, because she had told everyone they can't come in unless you fight them in kind of deal. So, anyways, it's the old Queen Bee's house is the closest. Of course it is. So, they go there, and everyone runs in, and she won't invite Pearl in. She's like, no. So, now, vampire boyfriend and cousin are there, and they're like, what happened to you? And they're like... So they start fighting her. She starts fighting old va- uh, vampire boyfriend. Right, like in the front lawn? Yeah, like the, by a pool. They're by a pool. There's oh, no stairs but, in this one. Oh. Yeah. So, but they're at the pool, like covered up pool furniture everywhere. Cousin and healer human boyfriend are fighting and blah, blah, blah. You're going to love being human. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> All this stuff. Defeat, defeat, defeat. I forget how we defeat. I think she stakes them. She doesn't want to hurt her cousin. I think she kills the ex-boyfriend. She doesn't want to hurt the cousin. I don't know what happens there. Oh, she stabs her with something and she makes the boyfriend heal. The, now this oh, the is healer. So the human heals her. And he's like, and um, so then they go inside 
finally she's invited inside. She goes inside, and he's, like, completely drained. She's like, what's wrong? He's like, it takes a lot of energy to save a vampire. He's like, it took me three days to recover after you. (laughs) And so, and then... She's like, so my family's going to see the light and some bullshit. She wants to save everyone. Um, Then they're outside. It's going to be daylight. And, oh, he had already mentioned something about he she could bite him if she needed to. And so she hasn't drunk in days at this point because she hasn't really been home. He's like, when's the last time you fed Pearl? And she's like, it's been so long. He's like, bite me. She's like, how long have you been waiting to say that? Oh, my God. And, uh, he's like. He says something corny. One liner. Yeah, one liner here. Like, I don't know. So anyway, she goes to bite him, but then they just start making out. And it's the end of the movie on the sunrise. Oh, that's it? <laughs> that's it. So wait, what? Where, where did the whole white hawk come into the picture? The white hawk was just that bird he, he healed and followed him I thought it was going to do something heroic at the end. No, no, it doesn't do shit. Aw. Yeah, it's just fucking white hawk, falcon. I would have to watch that one. Pigeon. Yeah, so I mean... It, there are a lot of really, like, the beginning is really bad, but towards the end, and you just totally buy in, totally worth it, two thumbs up, freaking, I was like, all I right. I want to hear the, uh, the guy, the king's voice. <laughs> so bad. I want to hear his voice. It, it made me laugh. It made me stop what I was doing and pay attention. It was great. Oh, that's the good one. Yeah, it was. Whew. <laughs> I, I remembered a lot it. more. Than, you remembered a lot. Yeah. I remembered a lot more than I thought I would. No, my memory is not that good. That's why I need notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I didn't think my memory was that good. But, uh, you know, it's those movies that kind of just drive you in sometimes. And you're just like, and then it had so many corny one-liners that you're just like, what did they just say? And then you, like, kind of remember. I love one-liners. I know. It's but so cheesy, but. So great. I mean, I love them. They're good. Yes. All right. Well, All right. What do you have in store for us? Okay, today? so I watched this movie back in October because <laughs> we. Okay, I think we were in the middle of "I Want My Baby Back" or whatever. Oh, yeah. We were we were doing some stupid series about that, and I watched so many of these, and I don't know. I have I have no idea what this movie's about, so I'm just gonna go ahead and read my notes from six months ago. Okay, I love it. Um, this movie is called The Wrong Mother. And we open up on a surprisingly small, normal-looking house with one garage. Oh, wow. Which is really rare for a lifetime. There's always, you know, five-car garage minimums. What was the name of the movie again? The Wrong Mother. Okay, so she a single mom? Is this how Lifetime's telling us? I don't remember. Us? Probably. Okay. Yeah, this is probably how Lifetime's telling us she's a single mom. Well, yeah, one garage, she's got to be a single mom. So, oh, Nope. Next thing I wrote down is with her happy family eating <laughs> breakfast, the, her husband is cooking. Ooh. So, you know, like, he, they're telling you right away that he's a good guy. Okay. Okay. Um, dad's cooking. Mom goes off to bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> and the couple is happily whispering about date night. Um, and Ooh. then shit goes down. Oh, I love like, it. Right away. Right away. We get right into the action. Um, mom gets knocked off her bike Ooh. in a hit and run accident. Then we just flash away from the accident because I guess she loses consciousness, and so the camera pans out with her consciousness, and we fade back in when she gets her consciousness. I love when yeah. they do that. Yes. I love it. The so we, we missed everything she missed. Because they're going to have to fill it in later. Yes. I think. <laughs> I think so, too. That's usually what they do. This is the classic one so far. I'm in love. Yeah, so when they start with the action and then backtrack. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
So she is in the hospital. We flash to the hospital. She's all sorts of fucked up. She's got a concussion. She's wow. got lots of broken bones. She she looks like shit. Yeah. Whereas sometimes they look, bitches look amazing in their hospital gowns. Yeah. After, yeah. It's like they had a beautician on staff for the hospital. <laughs> yes. All right. So there's a detective questioning her husband. Um, saying it looks like it probably wasn't an accident. And you're like, well, no shit. It was a hit and run. Like <laughs> the tire marks, I guess, swerved to hit her. Oh, okay. So there was proof of the crime scene. Like, so what did they do? Speed up to hit her or hit on the brakes to hit her? Like, I think, how? I think it, that the tire showed that the car went out of the lane and off. Mm. Anyways. So. I don't remember. <laughs> that is the theme of this episode (laughs) so our main girl of course bonds with her nurse uh the nurse says that her husband died in afghanistan which of course is a coincidence because our main girl does non-profit non-profit work for wounded warriors so they they become immediate bffs yes okay so they um her and her husband decide that they're gonna hire that nurse that she bonded with to be her home care like recovery and the therapy and just looking after her while, okay. and helping her with her kids while the husband's at work. Because never a good idea. Of course, he's always at work. Yes. Well, uh, never, ever, ever let anyone into your home to help take care of your family. That's what Lifetime has taught me. Yes. Like, unless you, no, even when you hire through an agency, that never works out well either. Yes. I, so does that mean we just need to, like, crawl into a gutter, like, a girl yes. go and die? Because I'm going <laughs> to crawl in that cardboard box right there. It's a fun-ass cardboard box, though. <laughs> I want to get in there. I, the cat's been in there a lot this week. I, I actually did not shit or piss in there. So, yes, yeah, that's it is safe. All right. <laughs> yes, don't hire people to uh, be your your nanny. Yes. We know that. We nanny know that. for sure. Nope. There's so many nanny ones. Midwife. Nope, nope, never. <laughs> um, and now home home health care. Yeah, and I think we've done a couple other ones with home health care too. Like, I want to say so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I want to say there's stairs in this one too because she's recovering. Oh, okay. I, I, it's coming back to me. I love it. All right. So nurse Vanessa, uh, she immediately starts. She could use the extra money. Um, right away, you see her her first day that she's like roofing her drink and trying to get keep her all drugged up. And she keeps her just constantly passed out. And the husband thinks it's normal. Like he okay, can I stop for just a second? Because I'm retracting what I said. Yes, get home health care. <laughs> me, colada me up all day long while I stay in bed. I mean, You're going to take yeah. care of my family? Yeah, you're going to murder me. But I'm going to go out like a fucking boss. I'm back on. Okay. Yep. yep. <laughs> so she's just, you know, living her little medicated cloud and we see nurse Vanessa unpacking so she's coming to live in the house she's not just coming to work in the house apparently she's going to live there as a live-in health aide oh I please hope in your so, nose are sexy lingerie oh my god how do you know <laughs> I okay, think I've seen so, this one okay yes, okay so she's unpacking her suitcase to come move into the room and she's unpacking her sexy lingerie yes and um, she unpacks it into the dresser. They move her in. And then we have a flashback. So Vanessa has a past. Oh, yeah. And we get to kind of see bits and pieces of why she's so fucked up. I love it. So we get a flashback of Vanessa seducing a guy from a fertility clinic. Oh. Getting info on where her eggs went. 
So she's it's like the guy on the computer who's got all the database. <laughs> so she sneaks into like their database storage facility. And um, she fucks him, she gets what she needs, and then she strangles him to death. Aww. Once she tracks down where her aches went. Black Guess where stuff. they went? They went to this family! Of course! <laughs> so those children are really her egg children. <laughs> <laughs> They're her egg babies. They're her egg babies. Oh my gosh, lifetime. Seriously, they have some geniuses that work for them. <laughs> Alright, so, Dad, we know, is always working and traveling. Guess what he does? Um, he oh. travels a lot for his job. He either sells medical... Nope. Su- no, okay. Um, Travel. Travel. I, I, I'm, there's so many. He's jobs. a pilot. Oh, he's a pilot. Okay, yes. So, um, Nurse Vanessa convinces her pilot hubby to sleep in the second guest bedroom and not in bed with his wife. And she says, oh, you know, you should probably not sleep in bed with her. Um, she can get better sleep and she can rest and, you know, she can recover. And you'll be able to get better sleep so that you can fly better. Because I'm going to be in there checking on her and I don't want to have to disturb you. So she gets him completely out Damn. of the bedroom. So and that she's like, I get slob on that dick while you're exactly, sleeping too. Exactly, <laughs> yes. So she she convinces him and he moves out of the bedroom. And then she offers to take care of the kids when they um, remind dad that there's no school that day. Some sort of school holiday. He's going off to work. And she's like, oh, you know, I'll just take care of the kids for you. Her kids. Her egg babies. Yes, her egg babies. Yes. So at this point, I'm wondering, okay, is she trying to seduce him? Steal him and, like, become a family with him? Yeah. I think so. I would say yes. That was my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. And is again, now that I remember how this began. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so immediately from that moment on, when he says, yes, you can watch the kids, she immediately becomes mom. Mm-hmm. And there's a big montage of them baking with aprons. Um, they're flinging flour at each other. Like, they're rubbing egg on each other's noses. Oh, like, so it's cute. Oh, yeah. oh, so her and her egg babies bond. <laughs> Oh, isn't that just so romantic when you bond with... So, what, mom's just, like, suffering? Oh, she's drugged away. No, she's She's... in a drug-induced coma, pretty much. She's sleeping it all off. So, then there's a knock on the door in the middle of this little cutesy new family scene cooking, and it's Auntie Samantha. I love it. It's mom's best friend. Oh, okay. So, it's not actual aunt, but it's his best friend. It's either her best friend or her sister, but I want to say it's her best friend. They call her Auntie Samantha. She's going to die. So, oh, of course, (laughs) she has to. She has to die. She's going to find out something. She's not going to trust her. She comes to visit our main girl. Oh, our main girl's name is Kayleen. Okay. So she comes to visit our main girl, and Vanessa tries to shoo her away, but the kids come running and saying, oh, we're baking cookies. Do you want to come help? Uh, Samantha says, huh, I didn't realize that it's a nurse's job to bake cookies. immediately calling her out on her shit like she senses that something is off right away and she just pushes her way in that house she's like i'm gonna figure this shit out she's like i got some real housewife drama for you right here let's settle this bitch pretty much (laughs) no they like they they have Have a look she lets her know like i'm on to you and oh it's that's good yes so samantha i can taste the drama oh absolutely (laughs) samantha immediately questions kayleen how many pills um, that her friend is on because she goes in and okay this is a month or so after the accident and so she's like why is she still sleeping she's throwing open the curtains she's waking up her friend she's saying how much pills do you have her on 
And she just immediately starts to question that. Ooh. So um, then she she gets the nurse to leave and she locks the door and she tries to have a conversation with her drugged up friend. She's like, Oh, you know, you need to get rid of her. I will take time off work to come help. I'll be your assistant, blah, blah, blah. Like this, there's something not right. Okay. But I would never do that to you. Just so you know, I would let you live in your drug induced coma for a few months because I'm that good of a friend. <laughs> Let me just tell you, I'd be there for you because she seems like a cough blocker. I mean, this chick has it made. Is she allowed to watch TV? No, she's drugged up and asleep the whole time. Oh, oh so she's not even no, enjoying it. No, she's straight up asleep. Oh, that's yeah, not fun. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so um, apparently she's not been given a bath for a while, so her best friend <laughs> gives her a bath, and like, there's this whole scene of her like rubbing her down, and and at first you think, hmm, is there like, well, is there something well. more? Yeah. Because she's gently scrubbing her, and they're just giving us a light. bubble bath. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it's for the husbands who have to watch the movie with their wives. Like, okay. here's here's a bone for you. You know, I don't think Lifetime does that enough. You're right. This is one of the only movies. I mean, they, they'll do like the slight thing here and there, but not like that. I think the scene was for the men watchers. I think so. Good. Yes. Tip of the hat, <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> okay. Um. So then she goes clomping down the stairs, and she goes right up to the nurse, and she says, "Vanessa, is it? If you wouldn't mind washing her hair a little bit more often, it's hard to feel better when you look so horrible." Damn. By the way. Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so, like, she just straight up calls her out. Yeah. And calls her friend, like, totally says her friend looks like shit. Yeah. Well, she Which probably she did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, Vanessa says, oh, Samantha, is it? Kayleen needs time to rest and heal. No amount of soap or makeup is going to speed that along. Double damn! Like, she's shit. like, I got it right back for you. Yes. Hot whites of Hot Lanta. Oh my god, like, they, <laughs> perfect, perfect one liner. I love it. I love it. Yes. The cattiness here is just, you can feel it. Yes. Yes. They're hating each other. They're stabbing each other with daggers in their eyes. So the kids, of course, come in to interrupt. Auntie, Auntie, blah, blah, blah. Uh, come try some of our peanut cookies. They say, oh, oh no. you know where this is going. I know. <laughs> I'm highly uh, aren't It's always a fucking peanut allergy. Do you know how many Lifetime movies I've watched in the past month where, you know, it's the peanut allergy and the EpiPen? Yeah. It's so easy to kill someone. It really is. <laughs> According to Lifetime. So, okay, what kid, first of all, says, come try our peanut cookies? No, it's, yeah. they would just say cookies. They yeah. have to let you know that they're you peanut know. cookies. Yes. Yeah, so... And they're not penis cookies, <laughs> just in case you're getting too excited. So, Samantha, Auntie Samantha, says, ah, you know I'm allergic to peanuts, silly, and it gets all, like, down, mm -hmm. pinching the cheeks, like, ah! Because <laughs> she's an auntie. Yeah, so, of course, you know she's going to die from a peanut yeah. allergy, of course. So, after seeing the kids' pictures of family with Nurse Vanessa and no mom, like, she's been taking pictures of her and the kids and putting around the house. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, there's Aunt Samantha goes to take the pictures, or no, she goes to take a picture of the pill bottle that um, the nurse has been giving her the pills from. Okay. She takes a picture of what kind of medicine it is and what the dose is, and she goes on Google. Good for her. Yeah. Like, she's super invested. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Nurse Vanessa proceeds to continue drugging up Kayleen, playing her whole mommy role. The next day, Kayleen drags her ass out of bed 
like our main girl. Okay. She actually gets up on a bed for the first time in forever. Um, and as soon as she's coming down the stairs. What happened? Did she fall? Did she fall? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> as soon as she comes down the stairs, uh, Nurse Vanessa rushes over and tries to force her back up to bed. Um, but she refuses it. After her conversation with her friend, she's she's, now she feels that maybe something really might be off, but she's yeah. not sure because she's still drugged up. Yeah. So um, Vanessa is out by their pool hanging out with the kids. They're having pool time. And so Kayleen goes down um, and joins them at the pool to watch her kids play. Okay. So she's actually out of the house. Um, Get some so vitamin she, D. She looks like shit. Like she's in, you know, her gown and everything. But okay. guess what? Guess what Vanessa looks like? Hot and sexy. Oh in a bikini. my god! Yes, she is in like the sexiest bikini. Yeah. Waiting on hubs to get home. <gasps> Woo! So how many times has she played this game? <laughs> Yeah. I wonder how many times they've done it so far. I, I mean, know. come on. Come on. He's in the air all day. He's a release. So I have no idea why, but somehow they are sitting there on the chairs watching the kids, and they end up discussing uh, Kayleen's pregnancy with the twins and in vitro. Okay. Because remember, you know, she got the eggs from yeah. the fertile clinic, the sperm bank or whatever. Uh-huh. And so she tells her that she had in vitro and talks about her pregnancy, blah, blah, blah. Her hubs walks back in and he's in the kitchen. He glances out the window and catches um, a glance of the nurse in her bikini. And she sees him looking out the window. And so she strikes one of those little poses and like winks at him. Oh, yes. She's sending those signals. Oh, yeah. So um, then she winks at him. She starts to pose. And then she convinces Kayleen to take more pills and go to bed and rest. <laughs> she says, I need to satisfy someone's itch. So after Kayleen uh, passes back out, Vanessa cooks a fancy Italian dinner. Well, spaghetti. <laughs> but she says that she's cooking him a nice meal okay. because she worked all day. I'm going to cook you a nice fancy dinner. It's just spaghetti. Yeah. Um, she pulls the, like, she's with him talking about his day at work. And she pulls the whole, oh, here, taste the spoon with the oh, honey. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he falls for it? Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. But still. Yeah. I mean, is he not questioning where his wife is and how she's doing? I think he's thinking with his dick. Okay. Fair enough. He saw the hot bikini. Okay. So they're in the kitchen cooking. She's like, oh, here, taste the spoon, being all flirty. Um, And then she suggests that he have some wine with her and relax. Ooh. And then she says, you know, I saw you looking at me at the pool today. (laughs) And then she says, I liked it. Yeah, she did. Ooh, she's saucy. (laughs) And so then... um, the husband calls his kids to come in and eat dinner with them. The, like so, like, to put like, ice on I, it? He's trying to shut it down. Okay. So. He's like, okay. But you could tell that he wants her. Yeah. He's like, this is sexy and hot, but now this is getting real, so let's ice it. Yes. Okay. For now. For now. For now. For now. So. My kids are home. My wife is in the other room, so. I think he was mostly worried about the kids. Okay. So, Samantha tells Kayleen that she spoke to other doctors who all agree that um, so the, it, we flashed to her friends. Remember okay. she Googled yeah. the drugs. Okay. So she Googled the drugs. She apparently like called doctors and talked to doctors who all agree that she's been over medicated. Okay. Um, she tells Kayleen to take some alone time without her nurse and spend time with her family. She's like, get that bitch out of there. All these doctors are saying you've been over medicated. You need to get this bitch out of your life and just, you know, spend time with your family. Yeah. So she's in the pool now, and she's doing her physical therapy. Um, K- 
Kayleen tells Nurse Vanessa, who's helping her in the pool with her. Yep. I know what happens in this one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So this is when she's, like, trying to fire her. As she's mm-hmm. in the pool doing physical dumb therapy. Bitch. So stupid. Yeah, so dumb. So she's like, oh, you know, uh, you won't be needed for the next few days. We're going on a family vacation. Um, and then the family dog uh, went missing the night before. Oh, uh, so she cancels the family vacation. Oh, wait. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm reading my notes wrong. Okay, so she's in the pool. She says, you won't be needed. We're going on a family vacation. Then, suddenly, the family dog goes missing the night before they're supposed to go on that vacation. Yes. Guess what his name is? Oh. The dog's it's... name is Pickles. Oh, like Mr. Pickles! Mr. Pickles! Mr. Pickles! Mr. Pickles. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, the dog's name is Pickles. There's... There's a new season of Mr. Pickles. It hasn't come out on Hulu. We were watching it on Adult yes. Swim. But they didn't have all of them, so I'm not caught up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I need to go and watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Pickles. <laughs> so they're like walking around the neighborhood. Or they're saying pickles, pickles, pickles. So the family vacation has now been canceled. Well, okay. So Nurse Vanessa goes to search for pickles with the hot hubby. And while they're out looking for the dog, she drops info that maybe Kayleen left the gate open on accident. She's trying to blame the wife. Okay. She's saying, you know, it's common with concussions for people not to remember. I bet you he got out because your wife left the gate open. Just, like, totally just, yes. Hold on. Bitch. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) So, Vanessa makes a big show about caring so much, she goes back out a second time to look for Pickles. Like, once they get home from the car and couldn't find him. I just can't sit around with Mr. Pickles (laughs) out there. He's just so lonely. But then she starts talking shit about the dog's name. What? She talks shit about the dog's name. What, did mom pick the name? Is that why she's talking about it? Probably. Yeah. So she pulls back up to the house with a jar of peanut butter. Oh, my. Reads reads a bedtime story to the kids and convinces the dad to let them sleep with her. Because they're just, oh, they're just so, so hurt that their dog's oh, yeah. missing. And I also care as much for Mr. Pickles, who I don't like his name, but. <laughs> so then we flash to um, Auntie Samantha having an allergic, re- oh, peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Because she had just driven, so she didn't actually go back out to look for pickles. She, she went out to go peanut butter Samantha. So did she peanut butter the car? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. So <laughs> she peanut butter. All we know is she showed up with peanut butter, and now we flash to Samantha having an allergic reaction while driving, and she gets into a car accident okay. and crashes her car because she's having like, what's that called? Uh, dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's having dying. She's having dying, and she doesn't have her EpiPen, and of she course. dies. Yeah. And then so she gets the accident. So then, anaphylactic shock or something. Anaphylactic shock, yeah. yeah. So then, okay, Nurse Vanessa shows back up the next day with a brand new puppy that she bought for the kids to replace Pickles. Fuck her! And she <laughs> named it something dumb, like Buttercup. <laughs> okay, and so this is like the moment where Kayleen's finally like, okay, yeah, this bitch has got to go. Got to so go. So her and her husband say, you know, it's not a good idea, they're not ready for a new dog, and they say, it's not your place. To do this. Damn. It's boundaries. Do not, you know what? That's one thing Lifetime movies do not have are boundaries. They do not fuck politeness and they do not have boundaries. But the kids, of course, force the parents to keep the dog. Yeah. So, okay. So, Vanessa, um, she's got this weird grin on her face. She's listening and Kayleen is freaking out upstairs 
when she gets the phone call that her best friend just died in the car accident. Because she came out, she came down with death. A bad case of death. <laughs> you know, those bad cases of death, you just can't stop them sometimes. So she's sitting there with this grin on her face as she's listening to Kayleen and her husband talk about um, the friend dying. And they start talking about their vacation. Okay. And they're saying, you know, we've been through so much. Your friend died. We lost our dog. Like, you've been going through shit. Let's go on vacation. No kids. And then he says, and no Vanessa. Oh, so does she get pissed that now the husband's turned against her? Yes. Oh, and she says, and no pills. He's he's making her go completely off. Okay. Okay, so. Um, so he does love his wife. So, yes. Okay. And so then they get interrupted, and there's a knock from a detective who comes, for some reason, Ooh. not to question them, but to, like, give them details of the crime <laughs> friendly officer with not too many cases on my load and I just wanted to tell you everything about your friend dying. So the detective comes and says, um, so there were traces of peanut butter on the steering wheel. <laughs> there were traces of peanut butter on the steering wheel. We believe it's not an accident. Because <laughs> we tested the steering wheel for peanut and butter. Then, and so then he says, oh, and we believe that whoever killed your friend may have also been the one who hit you on your bicycle. Oh. Remember that? So how do they make the connection between <laughs> peanut butter and getting it on a it's bicycle? Lifetime. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so the next day, we're at a park, and Hot Husband is telling Nurse Vanessa that he's taking the wife and kids away on vacation, just the four of them. She needs to, like, subtract herself from the picture. That's his way of letting her know, like, you're done here. We're done with you. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> So, Nurse Vanessa responds. Guess how she responds? She throws her tits in his face. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Nurse Vanessa responds with the dropping of the bombshell that she's not going to be needed anymore um, by saying, Well, I really think that your wife's mental health is starting to go downhill. It's really starting to worry me. So, she tries to play the angle to get herself back in, saying that, like, his wife is suicidal and... Okay. So he gets legitimately worried, and now he wants her back because she's a nurse. Okay, so what? <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, never mind. It's like him. Okay. But then, okay, so he starts to get really worried, but then I guess she oversells it, and so he says, um, you need to find somewhere else to sleep for the next four days. Okay. But then he starts to question her mental state. Okay, so now the seed's been planted. Yes. So Kayleen walks out, and the kids are playing in the pool again. Vanessa's still there. Her man is right there, like, shirtless, with her in the pool. And Vanessa's in a bikini? Yeah, she walks out to see hot Vanessa in the pool with her hot husband next to her. So now she's getting all these uh, implications. Yes. So um, she she walks out, and she asks her son not to leave his toy cars in the hallway because she – like, went and she stepped on one of his toy cars. Yeah. And she got all pissed. And she almost tripped and fell. Remember, she's in rehab. Like, she's learning yeah. how to walk and shit. So she says, please don't leave your toy cars out in the hallway. I almost fell. And her son said, I wasn't playing with my cars today. And then you flashed, like, the most guilty-looking face on Nurse Vanessa. Like, she put the car, to, the car there trying to make her trip and fall down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So Kayleen goes to snap a picture for Grandma. Um... And she's trying to get a picture of Vanessa because now she knows that something's up. And oh, she so wants she's going to Google her. her. Okay. Yeah. So she goes to get a picture to send to Grandma, and Vanessa doesn't want her picture taken. 
So she tries to hide her face. Okay. And, like, it's really obvious, and that makes it even more shady. Yeah. So she takes the picture, and she drives to the hospital. Um, remember when she was in the hospital and Vanessa was her nurse? Yeah. So she drives to the hospital with Vanessa's picture and her name, and they say, what? We've never heard of her. We've never had that woman work here. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. She does not nurse here, and she never, ever has. Shit. So then flashback to her doing more physical therapy in the pool. For some reason, this bitch is still around in the pool with her, helping her do her physical therapy. She's, like, on the pool float trying to swim and all yeah. that in deep water. Uh, and she has another serious conversation with her. She thinks it's a great idea to say, oh, by the way, I went by the hospital, and they say that you've never worked there. Yeah. You have the capability of drowning me so easy right now, and I want to call you out. Like, Yeah, you know. so she calls her out while she's on the pool float. Nurse Vanessa tries to make a bullshit story about, oh, yeah, I was just there. I wasn't officially employed there. I was just covering a short-term leave and, oh. you know, blah, blah, blah. It was through, nice, a, it was through, it was through a different company and yeah. they, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Your sweet, sweet, sexy nurse lies. So then, as soon as she says that, she suggests that they do a different exercise in the deeper water. Oh, and dumb mom is like, okay. And that's, no, that's when she's like, oh, I can't go in deep water. I don't know how to swim. Oh, oh, so she has a pool. She's doing physical therapy with a crazy nurse that she's already caught on to is shady as fuck. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I can't swim. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Boundaries, people. Boundaries. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So Vanessa. Oh, and she was just talking shit to this nurse, too. She's like, if you can't swim, why would you call someone out? Like, yeah. What the fuck? What okay. What the fuck? <laughs> so then Vanessa forces her into the deep water. Ooh. And Kayleen is starting to drown and freaking out and struggles. And Vanessa says, it's sink or swim, bitch. <gasps> Damn. Yes. One liner. And so she's just sitting there watching her drown. But then the kids come running out. And then she pretends to save her and be the hero. She saved her with a raft. And then Kayleen, she's not dumb. She knows that, you know... She knows that she just tried to drown her, so she finally gets out, and she's like, you need to go. She tells her, like, you're gone. Go. Leave my house right now. She grabs her kids. She drives them over to a neighbor's house and tells them to call the cops. Oh, my God. Uh, the cops come, and Vanessa, remember she had planted the seed about her mental health? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the cops show up, and Vanessa explains that, oh, I'm the home health care nurse. Kay was in a car accident. She had... Um, or the bike accident or whatever. She had head trauma, concussion. She's having paranoid delusions. The cop believes her, and so does the husband. Vanessa calls the husband and said, you know, your wife had an accident, and, you know, she's trying to say that I drowned her. I'm really worried about her mental state. So he now believes her. Oh, man. So the cops are the Vanessa's side. The cops are the hot bikini. It's the hot bikini. (laughs) So the husband said that he's coming home. Um, He tells Vanessa not to leave the house and not to leave his wife alone because he believes that she's spiraling into this delusional state. Okay. So Kay locks herself in her room. She pulls security footage of Vanessa letting the family dog out of the gate. And she starts to piece the puzzle together. She leaves a message um, at the fertility clinic because somehow – Watching Vanessa let her dog out made her realize, oh, my children must be from her eggs. 
<laughs> you know, magical thinking is wonderful. Thing. Exactly, it just all comes to her. So she calls the fertil- the fertility clinic and leaves a message. Um, and then she goes to visit Vanessa's mom. And Vanessa's mom says, oh, no, what has she done now? And she, so Vanessa's mom explains the whole downward spiral of Nurse Vanessa's life. Oh, really? And she just tells everything to us, the viewers. I love Vanessa's mom. Oh, yeah, and to Kayleen. So then Kayleen goes and drives to the fertility clinic and speaks to a doctor who tells her that they fired Vanessa after she stole fertility records using the egg donor database Coordinator that she remember she. Told. I just okay. I need to pause for just a yes. second though, because you know she Vanessa might be a crazy bitch, but she's not a bad nurse because this is someone that needed help to walk again, and now she's driving around. Yeah, piecing together this mystery. Her concussed brain is doing great. Yeah, so if, if Nurse Vanessa was to use her her skills for good instead of bad. She would have been fantastic. I mean, look at what she did with this person. She's trying to destroy this person, and she still helped her. She's got skills. She's got skills. <laughs> I mean, we can't, we can't fight her on that. <laughs> All right, so now they find out that okay. she killed the yeah. guy. Okay. So the doctor at the clinic is saying, oh, we fired her after she stole rec- the records of the eggs and all that. Um, the cops found the body of the coordinator. By the way, so they just fired her? Like, yeah. she murdered one of... Yeah, but she didn't go to jail. She just got fired. <laughs> yeah. So the doctor says, um, watch your back. Vanessa's probably after her kids because she was the egg donor to your children. So now the ball's officially oh, dropped. Oh, yes. Yes. Which, by the way, if he was thinking that anyways in the first place, why didn't he call her and tell her this? Yeah, well, he didn't He didn't have it all pieced together yet until he started hearing all of this. And then yes. he's like, oh, yeah. Okay, so the husband comes home to Vanessa, Nurse Vanessa, um, and she's in the house by herself. The kids are still at the neighbor's house. Uh, Kay's out interviewing all the doctors at the fertility clinic, and Vanessa starts confessing her love to the husband while pointing a gun at him. Oh, okay, because that really gets a man turned on. Yeah. (laughs) You never know. You never know, but, like, I mean, a gun, pointing a gun somewhere and confessing your love is one thing, but pointing your gun at him and confessing your love. I mean, unless you're telling him to strip naked and get tied up, I just don't see it. I think I see more of the psycho scariness than the hotness. And she's dropping the ball. Not only does she say, I love you, but then she says, oh, and by the way, those kids are mine. They're from my age. Oh, there we go. And then she hands him a drink and tells him that he's going to drink like the roofie smoothie to take the edge off. And if he doesn't drink it, she's going to shoot him. There you go. So, of course, he drinks it. She kidnaps the entire family to her hidden getaway in the mountains. Yes. It's like some cabin, of course. Okay. So, meanwhile, Kay runs to the neighbor's house who had her kids, and she goes to get her kids, and the neighbor is dead. So she broke into the neighbor's house, killed the neighbor, stole the kids after drugging the husband. She's trying to be a good neighbor. (laughs) So the dead neighbor is on the floor. Uh, The house is empty, and she calls the cops. So... Then she's freaking out trying to find her husband and her kids. She gets the GPS tracking app on her husband's <laughs> phone, and she rides with a cop and follows the signal to where her husband's phone she is. She actually goes with a cop? Yeah. This is our, always our thing yes. in lifetime. They never call the fucking cops. She was smart, and she actually let the cops okay. be involved. Good for her. So they're riding together, and she tells the cop everything, and finally the cops believe her. Okay, finally. Finally. Um, and they realize that she's the one who killed Samantha with the peanut butter. Oh. 
<laughs> they finally realize that too. Peanut butter cups. So they get there. He tells Kay to stay in the car while he goes in to confront Vanessa. All right. Okay. So at the cabin, the husband um, has the kids lock themselves in a room while Vanessa tries to seduce him. She's Ooh. stolen Kay's wedding ring and she put it on herself. She's in her lingerie, and she's like pretty much, you know, this is us. This is our new family. You're my happy husband. We're going to be happy together. Let's fuck your wife. Let's be a family. The second we fuck, this is real. <laughs> That's awesome. So she puts on Kay's wedding band. Um, the husband, of course, pretends to buy into it, because what okay. else are you going to do? Yeah. And you're going to free pussy. I mean, just go with it, dude. So, um... He lets her kiss him. He kisses her back. Then he goes to grab her gun. They scuffle around, and they both fall over the stair banister. Oh, so romantic. <laughs> In perfect lifetime for him. Uh-huh. So, does um, he land on her, or does she land on oh, him? Oh, he lands on her. Okay, awesome. So the detective gets shot as he's getting out of his car, which, of course, I'm, I'm sorry, but he's driving to go confronts an armed suspected he suspects her of murder yeah he knows that she murdered samantha yeah she they just says, call the neighbor yeah yeah the, the neighbor like wouldn't you bring backup yeah no he doesn't no. have backup okay no so at least the Kay didn't drop the ball the cops dropped the, the ball, cops dropped the ball. <laughs> so Kay sneaks out runs to let her children escape um by opening the bedroom window okay. that they lock themselves in Meanwhile, Vanessa's pouring gasoline all over the house, lights a match. So she gets up after the yes. fall of the banister? Okay. The husband is still passed out because I guess she's drugged him again. Okay. And then she says, at least this way we will be together. She's still in lingerie? Yes. Okay. Yes, all of this is in her lingerie. That's awesome. So she goes to go check on the kids, and she sees they're not in the room. And that's when Kay ambushes her. They struggle. Nice. They sue over the. They fight over the gun. Slips. <laughs> and Kay kills Vanessa. Oh. Then she proceeds to save her husband, drags him out of the burning building. Her arm, by the way, is still like a cast. Like yeah. she's still like recovering, but she's like dragging. But Vanessa was that good of a nurse. Yeah. Physical therapy really paid off. Then we flash forward to a happy family strolling along in a by a river in a park, and Kay is without her cast. A neighbor walks up and says, "Oh, we found pickles." And so they oh got their dog back. Oh my god! No way. And the story ends. No fucking <laughs> way. What happened to the other dog? So they're reunited they, with Pickles. Did they pickles. kill the other dog out of spite for Vanessa? <laughs> um, I think Pickles is probably gonna have to get rid of the other dog. Okay. That'll be <laughs> that'll sequel. be sequel. Pickles Revenge. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Pickles. Oh my gosh. Well, all right. Well, this is our new format. It took a good amount of time, yeah. and we kind of got right into it, but. All right, well, we'll see how it sounds on the editing end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next time we're going to – do you have a movie that you plan to watch? Uh, Nothing planned. Okay. Whatever strikes my fancy, I guess. There's one coming up that I really want to watch, The Girl in the Bunker. Yeah, maybe we'll both just talk about it, too, if we watch it together. Yeah, or we can watch, like, two different based on a true story ones. Okay, that That also works. Yeah, we'll see. I like those ones. I do watch those. Okay. All right, well, yeah, thanks for chilling. Cheers.